0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Roundtable here with Steve. Yes, sir. And this is our this is our favorite time of the year. Some of the biggest basketball is going to be played tomorrow. And for the first time in our podcast, we could actually preview it correctly because the schedule kind of works out where we record on Wednesday, we release on Thursday. So because some people message me, is like, hey, you're giving your thoughts after game one or two of the series. <laughs> so i was like oh of course you're thinking like blah 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 looks good but this is this is pure raw thoughts today but before before the finals the bucks Raptors series awesome um raptors went down oh two right and all of a sudden went four in a row never been done before first the bucks this season mm-hmm. um what are some of your main thoughts on that series
1: I mean, we had Raptors in set, or we had Raptors in six, seven. Initially, mm-hmm. you wavered a little bit. You thought Milwaukee mm-hmm. had control after game two. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the big, the biggest adjustment was obviously Kawhi guarding Giannis, and just them just basically making the line. Nobody else uh, was on that level, ready to perform. Uh, Middleton had a couple nice games. Brook Lopez mm-hmm. had that really good game one uh blood had little moments here and there but there was nobody really um able to give um uh, honest that help consistently and yeah they they have some stuff to figure out but uh what about you i mean there's a lot there's a lot to take away from that series and moving forward but how about you
0: yeah yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, I did waver a little bit, but I still stay firmed. I was like, I still think the Raptors are a more whole, wholesome team. Like, they have more talent all the way through. And that's why we did that whole lineup countdown. Like, like name, name by name, it looks like the Raptors are better. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what it really came down to. Like, everything we mentioned in the preview where we're like, they're going to force, like, Giannis and Chris Middleton to have a hard time. So guys like Bledsoe is going to be the main option at times. And you and I both did not really believe in Bledsoe's ability to carry a team offensively, at least. And that's pretty much what I saw a lot. Like, Chris Middleton did struggle some games, but Bledsoe, man, such a non-factor sometimes on offense. And it was so hard to watch because Giannis is just getting that little wall defense, you know, that triple team Mm -hmm. at times was so tough on him. And this crazy stat, uh, Kwai held Giannis to an average of 18.5 points per 100 possessions. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the lowest mark for anyone who's ever guarded Giannis in the past two years. So he is the claw for many reasons. And that's probably why the next series is going to be so exciting because this is, we're going to go all into the Kwai and what it means for him, the whole outlook for him. Mm-hmm. But this is probably one of the best runs, if not the best runs, I've seen single handedly. Like, we kind of threw out the name Dirk, but this kind of even surpasses Dirk almost, just because he's his two way ability is just so ridiculous right now. Mm-hmm. But um, just quick thoughts on the Bucks. Um, they gotta pay Chris Middleton this summer. Um, it's probably gonna be the max if they want to keep him around. Um, Bledsoe's obviously locked in because he signed that four year, seventy million dollar um extension, and a lot of people are already calling it out to be a bad contract just because this <laughs> series just. Was so bad. I'm not. I'm not gonna be in that camp yet because I mean, first team all defense. He does have value there. Mm-hmm. Um, we just hope he's not like a regular season guy versus playoff guy. He might that's be. Kind the, of what, he might be
1: the new Lowry until he proves it. That's what I was
0: gonna throw out. It's like he, <laughs> that was Lowry's whole image the past few years with DeRozan. But all of a sudden that Buck series, he actually showed up and mm-hmm. that was so key for them to turn around the series. But man, besides that, Giannis 25 probably gonna be the MVP and. All of us know, like, you hit your peak prime at around, like, 28 through 30. That's where you're, like, at the peak of your power in terms of, like, your mental and physical aspect. So, I mean, this guy's the future for this kid. He he shot the three ball really well in the series, in my opinion. More than I thought. He was more willing to shoot it. And I think that's just going to be the biggest improvement for him over the next few years.
1: I mean, biggest thing is just the importance, like we mentioned a couple times throughout these playoffs, is... Uh, the importance of the mid-range game. Um, a lot of times, you would see Giannis get to that lane, uh, but instead of like pulling up or rising like a lot of what Kawhi does, uh, he turns his back to the basket and then he looks for, uh, you know, just somebody to pass it back out to. A lot of times, it was Middleton or Bledsoe. Uh, mm-hmm. Like we mentioned, Bledsoe struggling a lot of times. Like I felt like if you just freeze the frame, rather than just shooting it. He drives it. Like, he just attacks yeah. it rather than... He could have just... Like, there's nobody, like, maybe 10 feet uh, away from him. And he just decides to, you know, drive and kick, drive and kick. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. um, Raptors fall into it, too. Like, Marcus we mentioned, he passes up kind of shots that he should take as well. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, Bledsoe, you see Bledsoe passing up a lot of shots. Giannis needs to get some kind of post moves. Like, um, just simple, like, hook shots, I think. Would definitely help mm-hmm. his game this summer. Uh, Little pull-ups. But, yeah, I just feel like him being so long and, like, super athletic, it's kind of, like, you just see him, like, he's uncomfortable shooting it. Like, it looks okay, but, like, he's not, like, naturally gifted Mm -hmm. or, like, you know, that sense to, like, just pull up, like, KD or, like, those kind of guys. That's something he's definitely going to have to work on as he continues to progress. The thing I like that, at
0: least, is, you know, when he lost, he was pissed. Mm Mm-hmm. I like guys that get mad. Mm -hmm. That means he's going to hit the gym the next day. Like he's going to think about all the weaknesses, all the things that they're trying to give to him that like they're taking away the drives, obviously, versus Giannis. Mm -hmm. He's thinking, man, there's so many times where I'm open on three, maybe a little step back move can help my game. Mm -hmm. I think that's what he's going to go into the summer um, I don't really care for the guys that cry after they lose like I feel for them like it's emotional and all that but mm-hmm. Giannis was like nah F this like you know that press conference he just walked out after mm-hmm. getting the question like oh like how do you feel blah, blah blah he's like nah I'm just pissed he doesn't even want to think about it mm-hmm. Ryan reminds me a lot about Kobe when he lost in 08 mm-hmm. versus Celtics remember they're asking like hey like it's been a great season you got all the way to the finals he's like no, this was not like what's what's there to be happy about, right? We're the first losers. That's how I look at it, and I think Giannis is just gonna go into the summer with the same mindset. Like I, we should have won. There was so many reasons for us to win, and I gotta get better.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I completely agree with you. Um, I just feel like you're gonna see those pictures of him in the lab with Kobe, like we did last uh, last summer. So mm-hmm. I expect to see a lot of those. Um, on the Raptors side, going into this. Uh, before going to his Warriors series. I think the biggest thing for them was Fred VanVleet showing up. Uh, and Norman Powell. Yeah, and Norman Powell. There's this stat that apparently, like, I mean, we, we've we been documenting Fred VanVleet this whole playoffs. He's been awful. But then the last mm-hmm. three games after he had a kid, apparently, 14 of 17 <laughs> from three, which is absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous. And um, that
0: one game where, where he went, like, seven for nine.
1: Yeah, seven for nine. And then, um, I mean, and then we got to talk about Kawhi, and we're going to talk about him more, but... Uh, currently, before we get into the finals, he's averaging 31 points a game. Um, okay. shooting 50, over 50% from the floor, 39% from three, 89% from the free throw line. Um uh, I mm-hmm. think in this, in the playoffs, he's actually had his career highs, which is crazy. Um, I think mm-hmm. he had his career high 45 against the Sixers. And then I think he's actually had his two best, uh, passing games in the last two games, nine assists and seven assists. I mean, he's not a really... We know he's not a playmaking type of guy. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's just huge. And, I mean, if you're done with the Raptors bucks, I mean, let's, let's get right into it, man. There's a lot to talk about.
0: Yeah, so in preparation for the finals, I actually went back to an old podcast where we ranked the top 10 players at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly did not remember how I ranked the players. But I'm glad to say that you and I both had Kawhi pretty high. Mm-hmm. I actually had him at two. You had him under... I think you had them three because I bumped LeBron down. Was it after he was hurt? There.
1: Was it before he got hurt or after he got
0: hurt? Who, LeBron? Or... Kawhi. Uh, I mean, it was just at the end of the season. Oh, this season. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you put him at three or four behind mm-hmm. Steph and LeBron and KD. But mm-hmm. basically, above Giannis. And we kind of mentioned all the weaknesses about Giannis. Where he he's a little still one-dimensional in aspect. But he's just freakishly athletic. Yeah. Like he has the potential. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what the series was like. But Kwai is basically playing at that all-time level. There's so many... You know, all those talk shows are basically touting him as the best player right now Mm -hmm. um I'm not there yet I think people are quick to forget how good KD is and how dominant he was versus the Clippers as a one-on-one player just one of the most unguardable guys that we've ever seen in this game Mm -hmm. and he's been gone for a couple weeks and all of a sudden you know Kawhi kind of emerged and now everyone's um putting Kawhi as the best player in the league and Mm -hmm. a lot of people are saying Kawhi's best player in the league I'm not there yet but um it's looking like Katie's going to miss at least Game 1 to start. It could be longer. No no official word. The good news is I think he is traveling to Toronto. So, you know, there's a potential for him to start Game 2. Mm-hmm. But with all that being said, it's going to be the Warriors and Raptors. The Warriors for the four? fifth straight year. Mm-hmm. um, Going for their fourth title, three-peat right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have... Or let's just start off with our predictions. Do you? What do you think it's gonna be the prediction for the finals?
1: Well, you know me, man. I've been with the Raptors all year, and I said it before. I, like the, it. I said uh-huh. it before the playoffs began. Um, if the Raptors or the Bucks could get there, um, and they have home <laughs> court, I feel like they can pull it out, especially if it gets to a game seven. So mm-hmm. for me, I mean, before we get into all the reasons, I'll just say it. I, I have the Raptors in seven. I think honestly, it's like Raptors in seven, Warriors in six, whatever. It 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 really is just a matter of like. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's going to come down to a couple plays, I think. This this series is going to be tight, and um it's going to be, like, a coin flip kind of thing. Like, it's not going to be, like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Anything can happen, but I think the Raptors, they can win it, and then they if they do win it, it will be in seven.
0: Dude, um If KD was playing and he was the healthy KD, mm-hmm. I would honestly take, like, Warriors in five. Mm. like. That's how highly I think of this Warriors team still. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to say it, but it's still the Warriors in my mind. Even without KD, uh, it's not as confident as if they had KD. I think he's he's the guy you really want. Because um, without KD, we're going to get all into what Kawhi means in the series without KD. Mm-hmm. But without him, man, um, Kawhi is just so much more versatile on defense. But I still... I'm going to take Warriors in six. I like the Raptors too, but um just to start off on some quick thoughts i don't i still don't trust the um the raptors players as much as the warriors guys because you know five years they they're they've been here right mm-hmm. um kyle lowry fred van Fleet, norman powell had one great series they had the buck series was really awesome that's what really prepared them or propelled them to the finals but to rely on those guys and guys like marcus all you know ibaka and all them they're great names great players but I still don't trust them, but I can't. I can't see a roadmap for them winning as well.
1: I think for me, um, so the three guys that are like, oh, well, for sure, I know Kawhi will be there. I know he will perform every game. So yes. I'm not worried about uh-huh. him. The two guys I need to be steady is Kyle Lowry and Pascal. I need them to uh-huh. put up just consistently throughout this series. And then I feel like any other game, a Norman Powell game. A surge game like again he had in game six he had a really nice uh stretch maybe end of the third beginning of the fourth before they put in Marcus all back in that mm-hmm. uh, Bucks game I thought he came alive again after he came alive in game seven of the Sixers series, um I think he could have a game Fred Van Fleet uh he could have a game um yeah so I just feel like these these guys like if they can uh produce just have one of these big games like fifteen to sixteen points you know. Uh, play good defense. Like I feel like that could swing the series. Uh, I don't think you need them to all be there every single game because role players, obviously, it's tougher on the road and things like that. And we've seen this Raptors team, they can swing from one side or another. But um, okay. yeah, I think the three guys you need, though, is Kawhi, Siakam, and Lowry to be somewhat consistent. And then besides yeah. that, everything's up in the air.
0: I totally agree with you. I think that's the roadmap for them to win because... One thing everyone knows, like defensively, they can hang with the Warriors. Maybe. They're both like two of the best defensive teams, so it's gonna be a slugfest. So those top guys do need to show up. So I think the roadmap for the the Raptors to win, like you mentioned, Lowry and Siakam need to show up like they did versus the Bucks for mm-hmm. the most part, because uh, you know Kawhi's gonna be there. Um, on the other end, the Warriors really have outside of KD, they Steph, Clay, and Draymond. They're the guys that need to step up and. The roadmap for the Raptors to win is you got to shut out one of those three guys every game because outside of them, it's really going to be hard for the Warriors to find any consistent offense like, you know, Iguadala, Kavan, Looney. I don't even know who else might even play in this series, long minutes at least, mm-hmm. without KD and DeMarcus. So, but with that being said, like Clay, Steph, and Draymond is a trio that I trust way more to produce. Um, versus like Kyle Lowry, Siakam, and Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the reason I have the more confidence in the Warriors winning the series over the Raptors. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely a roadmap for the Raptors to win, and you know me, I'm gonna be rooting for the Raptors. It's me versus anything Warriors, mm-hmm. any anyone besides Boston. I would say if they're in the finals versus the Warriors, I'm rooting for mm-hmm. like the Cavs. The past few years, it's gonna be the Raptors for me. But in my heart, in my mm-hmm. In my deep heart, where I I want the Raptors to win, I still think it's going to be the Warriors after all of this. Hmm.
1: Okay, so I want to before we get into the series, I want to go over the two injuries. Um, mm-hmm. So you think KD three actually? Who's the third one? You could throw you could throw
0: Iguodala in there.
1: Oh yeah, question I think mark. yeah he'll be I think he'll be available to play. But um, mm-hmm. my first question to you: So you do think KD will be back? Um maybe i'm more i'm more on the no than the yes yeah because some people say like game four game five and depending on if they're losing or winning and all these scenarios which we'll get into later but um for me i mean i guess i'm gonna approach this series as if kd will not play apparently i think they say like kd i think he might have actually torn his calf Um, they're Mm -hmm. just hiding it they're just you know he might be back he might be back um Demarcus questionable. I feel like I feel like he will return somewhere in the series, maybe game three at home. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know about that. Iggy, I think he should be ready. I don't we just don't know what his level of health is. Um mm-hmm. but first things first, uh, DeMarcus, let's say he is available. What do you do with him? Uh he's coming off the
0: bench, mm-hmm. probably playing like ten, fifteen minutes at most. Mm-hmm you just try like, to, I would yeah. I, I would rely on Cavon Looney yep, more. Yeah, I agree. Um I would not I would just try to match him. Uh, if they're down like 20 in a game then yeah, you just throw in DeMarcus, you know, try to change things up, mm-hmm. see if you could start a run. But if you're winning and stuff, you don't ruin
1: you don't ruin that yeah, type he, of momentum. Yeah, I just feel like he uh there won't be much time for him, 15 minutes maybe. 15 minutes a mm-hmm. game max. I mean, it does take away from having to play a couple other guys. Like, I don't even know who's backing up Looney right now. Um, I think it's Jordan Bell. I think he might see some run as well. But, uh, I think
0: Bogan might play in this series because they're a lot bigger.
1: Yeah, I, I can see Bogut get, like, I mean, the last series, he was just playing the, what, first, like, six minutes of each half and then getting sit down. Um, he was getting that treatment. Okay. Um, I see Looney having a big role. I mean, okay, so let's start. Let's start on this side. Uh, Warriors starting lineup. Who do you expect to start?
0: I think it's just going to be the original five. I think it's going to be Steph, Clay, Iguodala, Draymond, and Bogut to Mm -hmm. start. And like you mentioned, I think Bogut's going to be that throw in center. You know, Mm -hmm. just bang in the beginning, you know, wear down Mark and um, Ibaka as much as you can. Maybe Mm -hmm. get in some fouls while you're out there. Mm -hmm. You know, use those fouls. And then Kevon Looney's probably going to be the main option at center. Mm -hmm. And eventually, you know, they're going to transition into the Hampton five. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the goal. But without him, it's going to be Kevon Looney, which is going to be tough. That's mm. going to be the tough part for the Warriors.
1: Mm. And then Toronto side, actually, I forgot to mention that. I think they uh, they have OG as questionable. Uh, we'll, we'll see if we see him in this series. But uh, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, maybe a, if
0: KD plays, he might get some run. But if yeah, not, yeah,
1: he's doubtful. I mean, we'll. we'll um, I think we'll see what you know the Raptors have been thrown out: Gasol, Siakam, yeah. Leonard, uh, Danny Green, and uh, Kyle Lowry. But Last series, Danny Green was not having a good series at all. He couldn't hit a three to save his life. Uh, but his defense was still on point. His defense so. still on point, but he did not play last series. I guess they felt like he wasn't really necessary. In that series, you saw a lot of uh, small uh, backcourt lineups with Fred Van Fleet and Kyle Lowry. But, I mean, Fred Van Fleet was shooting the lights out. That's why he was in that game. Well, Norman Powell, too. Norman Powell, too, man. They would like to go super small sometimes with all three of them and then... Uh, Yeah, with Kawhi or Siakam, and then you have a big man. The thing is, like you
0: mentioned, if they have to go small again, I think that plays more into the Warriors' favor just Mm -hmm. because they have more backups at the smaller position than Mm -hmm. the center. So I think Ibaka and... Marcus Saul is going to be the hard matchup for them in the beginning, at least, because mm-hmm. guys like Bogut, you know, you're, if you're going to stretch out Bogut and Kavon Looney, that's where the vantage kind of lies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the switches, those pick and rolls, those pick and pops are going to be so tough for them. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, is, um, if they go small with Draymond at the center, and I don't know who else would play the guard, maybe like Livingston or... Quinn Cook gets some run in. Same thing, like Ibaka and Marcus Saul is gonna have a hard time checking Draymond Green out there.
1: Mm. I mean, so we can get some matchups, but I think that uh, the Raptors, where they have advantage, um, and a lot of teams have this advantage over the Warriors, uh, is the offensive rebounds. Uh, you can mm-hmm. make a definite killing on that if po- if you have the right personnel. Um, the Blazers obviously couldn't capitalize because they had Kanner out there, so it didn't even mm-hmm. matter. Uh, but like in the past series, right, when Tristan Thompson had a good series that he was killing them on the boards, uh, 2016, right, that was Steven Adams and Serge Ibaka down there, grabbing all the rebounds, so you could definitely, uh, try to, uh, take advantage of that. I mean, so, for you, what is the, what is the matchup that intrigues you the most? Well...
0: The number one thing that I'm looking at at this series is who Kawhi Leonard is going to guard. Because I'm interested to see if they actually throw him on Steph Curry to start the series. You know, because before the Bucks and Raptors series, everyone was kind of expecting Pascal to start. Uh, But I really wanted to see Kawhi just get on the honest, just use the main weapon, right? Mm -hmm. And when the stakes are this much higher, do you just start off with Kawhi, your best defender, on their best player? And I think that's really interesting because it's going to be really hard to set a screen on Kawhi because any person he switches on to, it's going to be a tough matchup for anyone. That's going to be the advantage for the Raptors without um, KD in the lineup. Because, of course, if KD's out there, you want Kawhi Leonard as the primary uh, defender on KD. But on this lineup, like Kawhi can guard Draymond, he can guard Clay, he can guard Steph. He's, he's going to be the freaking... Monster on defense in this series.
1: Yeah, so I was thinking about this before all the podcasts and the articles came came up. Um, my biggest thing is uh, I'm wondering how the Raptors want to guard the Warriors team uh, on this so on the defensive side for the Raptors. How do they want to guard this uh, uh, Warriors team? Do they want to do they want to switch everything? Which the Raptors team is that's not what they do. Um, they're mm-hmm. gonna have to uh, inevitably against this ser- in this series, but. Uh, That's not really what they do, so um, obviously in all the series and all the times that we've seen this Warriors team, they love to play um, that pick and roll with Steph and Draymond, obviously Draymond being that playmaker, um, Mm -hmm. trapping Steph up top. Uh, The thing that I thought about, and now I've heard it a couple times, is um, I think for me I would want to put Kawhi on Draymond to start. And I was
0: thinking that as well, because yeah. Draymond is the primary screener, right? Mm-hmm. But I could totally see the Warriors just playing into that, where he, Draymond's not going to set a screen; he's only going to set off-ball screens, and guys like Iguodala or Looney's going to become the main mm-hmm. screener. Yes, that's not their best advantage on the pick and roll, but mm-hmm. any any reason to not involve Kawhi in a play is going to be advantage, um, the Warriors. So that's why I I thought the same thing. I'm thinking either he. I want him to guard Curry or Draymond because those are the main two initi mm-hmm. um the and you two can, people that and you can switch it if you have to. But the the thing that I kinda came back to is I think if he's guarding Draymond, Draymond's not gonna set the on ball screen. Mm. So that's kind of where I want Steph or quiet on the ball just because any action with Steph is so important and so if you're at least going to start with quiet on Steph he's going to be involved on a defensive play I just rather than just like Draymond hanging out on the side I just
1: don't see at least for a full game quiet chasing Steph around me I mean especially with the responsibility mm-hmm. that he has on offense um, that's
0: what I think too yeah and that's why I I also think he's not going to start off Steph that's why I kind of brought up the whole Giannis thing it's we kind of knew eventually that's going to be their main thing that mm-hmm. they want to go to if they need it but that's where but it's the finals so my mind is kind of i'm wavering a little bit because i think if you do want to win this series like it's going to be a slugfest and it's going to be hard for everyone especially kawaii because they're going to rely on him a lot so it's kind of to the point it's like do you even want to even wait a little bit or do you just start it right away and i'm kind of on the camp of we should just start it right away like just match up with um, Curry in the beginning.
1: Mm, I think they, they will. Uh, obviously, you'll see Kawhi on Steph at a certain point late in the game. But to start, I would not put him on Steph. That's just my opinion. Um, okay. Danny Green. I want him on Steph too, but I don't like the idea of Kyle Lowry on Clay just because Clay can rise right over him and shoot it. Yeah. So you got to put Clay on. Or you got to put Danny Green on Clay. Keep him there. Honestly, you're going to have to probably either because i don't like siakam on steph either that's not that's not something that i really uh like um i think ideally you're just gonna have to see what Lowry looks like on curry um i i i'm i'm
0: with you i think just how nick nurses he's the type to j- kind of just trust his players yeah. and adjust as he goes i mean it's a, it's a great like,
1: defensive team right they've shown i think they're either. gonna match up one
0: through five like how it is yeah so i think it's gonna be Lowry to start on curry Danny Green on um Clay Clay. It's gonna be Kawhi on Igudala, um Pascal on Draymond, and you know Bogut and whoever uh Marcus Saul.
1: I guess for me, my difference would be I would put Kawhi on Draymond just so that uh you try to See, prevent like that Draymond would be the impact. obvious
0: choice, right? Yeah. But I think just the way Nick Nurse, how he's been all year, I think he's been so like so basic with his setups where he just wants to make it steady that I think he's gonna start off on. Iguodala that's just my opinion but I'm 100% with you if I was coaching I start him on Draymond if if not um Steph it has to be Draymond
1: yeah I mean because either way Iggy is another guy who likes to come up and set the screen for Steph as well um Mm -hmm. and you know Siakam's a good enough long defender that you know hopefully he can bother him uh I just I mean I guess for you preference wise would you rather have Iggy make a play or Draymond make a play on the on the pick and roll if they decide to trap Steph if you if you're a Raptors if you're a Raptors fan, who would you rather have make the play or try to make probably,
0: the play? Probably probably Draymond. You would rather opinion. you would rather have him just try to make a decision. I'm I'm really high on Iguodala in terms of the playoffs and decision making. Mm-hmm. He's such a difference maker. He swings the ball so well. Draymond I'm I'm a little cautious every time he has the ball like I have no idea what he's about to do cuz mm-hmm. his floater game is trash. <laughs> his layup game is pretty bad still. If he can dunk, that's that's the best outcome or throw that little lob, right? Mm-hmm. But the Raptors are huge, Ibaka, Gasol. And I'm guessing for the most part, Steph and Clay are going to be pretty much front guarded. Mm-hmm. So your kick out options at that point is going to be I guess, yeah.
1: I guess you have to have Siakam come off Iggy and help. Uh, I think Iguodala is, is just case,
0: yeah. a little more creative around the mid-range because mm-hmm. I think that's what the Raptors are going to give up in this series. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bucks could not really take advantage of that besides Chris Middleton had his moments, but it wasn't consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying Iguodala is a great mid-range player, but I think the decision making around the mid-range is going to be a little better than Draymond. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's going to be a huge difference. I think Draymond and Iguodala is going to be the ones who swing the series for the most part because mm-hmm. they're going to be the main main options when he when you take away Clay and stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be incredible to watch because I think the Raptors, ideally, they don't want to switch everything. Um, That's just mm-hmm. not their DNA. That's just not what they've done all year. But I think some, I mean, most of the time, some of the times they're going to have to switch off the ball on these screens. Mm-hmm. That's what leads to a lot of these back cuts for this Warriors team. So they're going to have to switch stuff um so you know I think for the Warriors obviously they don't want Kawhi on Steph or Clay at any point if you can avoid that Mm -hmm. um I mean so I mean that's the that's the Raptors defensive side I think one thing that I heard that was really interesting and that's what Mm -hmm. and what makes it so hard for the for opposing teams to guard the Warriors is like Draymond let's say he'll get in in the post and then let's say Looney is up top right so as as Looney's defender is like, oh yeah, Looney's not a shooter, so I'm gonna come down and help on Draymond. But then if you mm-hmm. forget, then Looney comes out, sets a off ball screen for Steph or Clay, and then if yep. his defender's too far low, then it's already over, right? Open three for one of these guys. So a lot of thinking mm-hmm. in the series, gotta be on point. Um, yep. let, and yeah, f- yeah, such a.
0: That, that's going to be the fun part to watch about the series, this, the basketball tactics, what they're kind of looking for. Mm-hmm. Every mistake's going to be emphasized in this series. Mm-hmm. And you know, the team that takes the best advantage of mistakes is the Warriors because mm-hmm. Draymond Ogadala passing from the big mm-hmm. position is their strength. Mm-hmm. Um, That's where I little, I have a little more concern about like guys like Siakam and Kyle Lowry. I want to see where their decision-making kind of ends up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah i want to go into the warriors matchup as well because yeah it's gonna be i think they're gonna play pretty straight up as well it's, you know i think steph if anything he might guard danny green but yep. yeah i feel like he will hide on danny
1: green
0: yeah but i mean i don't think lowry even if they try to force steph on lowry yeah. i don't think that's gonna really expose yeah, curry yeah. too much and you know draymond iguodala they're gonna match up with um Kwai any reason like Siakam's going to be open in the corner they're mm-hmm. going to give that up so anytime Kwai's in action whether it be Iguodala I think Iguodala I think, is going to be I think it's going to be Draymond on him.
1: Siakam yeah Iggy on Kwai yeah, yeah. and then Draymond comes help.
0: yeah and they're going to trap anytime you like Kwai has a ball and someone's setting a screen they're not mm-hmm. going to let him try for the most part they're going to minimize any times of one-on-one versus Steph mm-hmm. they'll they'll let Clay play one-on-one they'll let Iguodala play one-on-one mm-hmm um Draymond and even Kevon Looney they might just you know have them a little sag a little bit I don't know but Steph is the one guy they're they're
1: gonna try minimizing the most I mean you know what's interesting though like Kawhi like if you just watched him through these last couple series like especially Philly like they barely try to get a switch onto JJ Redick um mm-hmm. this series it's like you know Brogdon and Blood, so like guys who are smaller like it's not like mm-hmm. a, like a lot of times when these switches would come he would like try to attack like Middleton and Jimmy Butler and like Tobias Harris, yep. like guys, were his size. Um, one mm-hmm. thing that I heard is that like um, it would have been interesting to see is like if you put a Bledsoe on Kawhi the last series, um, mm-hmm. how that would have affected him. I guess I guess there's some like I guess kind of
0: kind of make it tough for him. To, yeah, like, just get kinda, yeah, spot or, yeah, just kind of yeah, just right.
1: kind of dig into him a little bit, right? And Bledsoe's strong mm-hmm. all defense for his team, right? I feel like mm-hmm. uh, that could have been something interesting to give a chance because I you know, like like uh, I think for that's, like that's, Boston, I think that's right? exactly what
0: um and not in like size comparison but mm-hmm. definitely I think that's what Kwai did to Giannis yeah it's like Giannis is bigger and taller but Kwai just made it so tough for him mm-hmm. to get to his spots that he was comfortable with so I I agree with that I think Blood Soul on Kwai would have been a pretty good I, I mean at that point like he should have tried something
1: yeah so I mean the thing is with this warrior side so I think we have Steph guarding uh Danny Green uh who do you think guard do you think Clay? gets his shot or you think clay will guard uh kyle lowry then just to put a little size on him just to make it a little bit more difficult yeah
0: i guess um but the thing is even if they set the screen to switch steph onto kyle lowry mm-hmm. i'm not really afraid yeah of that yeah matchup. that's not yeah
1: it's not that that big it's just more of like clay taking out gosh kyle like lowry, imagine
0: yeah. this series with kd though like that changes so many things where kavon Loon, it's not kavon looney anymore it's like kd in the corner or yeah you know there's so many different things
1: yeah but even yeah. with
0: that being said like the warriors man iguodala and draymond are the best like wing defending i mean we mentioned tandem. the last series they close out so fast oh my gosh dude. and they're old like i don't understand how <laughs> good they are and iguodala is the best at stripping people yeah. i totally see him like just giving quiet as as hard as um of time as I mean, we can we've seen them. The we've seen
1: him against lebron so yeah he he's done it versus KD uh-huh. when he was
0: on OKC. Like he did it in the last series to Dame mm-hmm. a couple of times. Like wow, man, Adebola so <laughs> he underrated. Just, he
1: gets he gets the top three small forwards in like the last couple of years. Always that's his. It's his job, man.
0: Yeah. Oh uh, man. And if he puts up a great fight versus Quiet, man, he's he yeah. has to be first ballot Hall of Famer.
1: But it's crazy though. I mean, it's like. The thing is, Kawhi has always had success against the Warriors. Like, for some reason, like, we even mentioned, like, as good as a defender as, like, Iggy mm-hmm. and, like, Klay are. It's just, like, Kawhi is just that mm-hmm. good. Like, it's it's different I mean, from LeBron, right? Like, he makes I, it tough on LeBron. I,
0: I 100% agree with you. I think Kawhi is going to have his way into series yeah. no matter what. Um, It's the <laughs> other people that makes me more hesitant on picking the Raptors. Even though they played really well versus the Bucks, like... I don't know, just Norman Powell, Fred Van Fleet whatever, Lowry, Siakam. Mm-hmm. Just... Because I know they're going to... Everyone's going to play like 40-plus minutes. You know, Steph, Clay, Draymond, Iguodala, and all of them. Um, yes, they're a lot thinner without Katie and DeMarcus as well. But, man, when they start... If the Raptors have to go... And Danny Green's not showing up. Carl Lowry's having a hard time. And they have to go to Fred Van Fleet Norman Powell. Oof. I think that's going to be where it's... Unless i think like you mentioned there's gonna be some games where some people do pop off and they're that's norman Powell game or whatever Mm -hmm. but man to win four of those games is gonna be so tough for them yeah vice versa it's gonna be so tough to win four games versus the raptors defense
1: without kd Uh, it's a great series yeah it's gonna be awesome uh my concern or not concern but i guess expect a lot of siakam corner threes man (laughs) <laughs> a lot there's of a them. video
0: there's a video today um of kwai shooting corner threes uh-huh. one, one side right they're like kwai the machine just hits 10 in a row no emotion mm-hmm. and then if you look on the other end is siakam on the other corner mm-hmm. and he missed like eight in a row while kwai oh. made 10 in a row but it was <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was so funny dude yeah um i mean th- they will live with that all day i mean it's, they're gonna do the same thing on iggy uh just helping mm-hmm. off of iggy as well i mean it's going to be uh, siakam and iggy who can make more shots basically uh, uh that's very worrisome yeah yeah i think where i kind of want to um turn
0: this podcast or end it with some like fin our final part of this podcast just kind of the main headlines that you're looking forward to mm-hmm. so one the biggest one is if Kawhi leonard wins That's probably the best individual run to the finals that I've ever seen. I Mm -hmm. think you would say the same, right? And the crazy thing to me is, is he already the best Raptor of all time with this whole postseason in this one season? Mm. And if he wins, he's forever immortalized, right? Mm -hmm. They might, I don't know if they would retire his jersey if they lose, but (laughs) if he wins and he leaves, I think they'll do it for sure. Like 100%. If he wins, it's 100%. You're, You're getting your jersey retired for one season doesn't even matter if he leaves that's how amazing this one season has been my goodness
1: I mean firstly if he wins I don't think he has to stay Um, and I think Toronto would be like thank you you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) for the greatest season we've ever gotten to witness as a
0: franchise and no not even that the best season in Raptors history the best player in Raptors history Mm -hmm. their only championship and
1: home in Not that, one freaking season, he might be the face of the Raptors and he can leave. Don't disrespect Vince Carter like that. I mean, obviously Kwai is like probably the best player, but in terms of impact, it's still Vince for sure, though. Um, well, in terms of
0: like the culture and all that, yeah, yes, yeah. Vince, but the greatest Raptor in history, if he win I think if he wins, he's the greatest Raptor of history. Yeah, that'd that's be- how significant <laughs> this
1: win is, could be. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, we already mentioned his stats, averaging over thirty one a game. So um, that's
0: a that's one of the big headlines to look out for. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, um, I think this is Steph's chance to show up and mm-hmm. really reclaim the Warriors as his. Um, not that it's been taken away, but you know, there's been some disrespectful people in the past. Like they're not really thinking of Steph as one of the best players of all time, best player right now. Um, they are like, oh, without Katie, Katie's the one who's been carrying the squad for the last two years. This is definitely Steph's chance to show up, be the finals MVP that everyone everyone kind of wants him to be. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the flip side for the Warriors, uh, especially if Katie's out for the whole series. It's really going to be on Steph to win this um, series.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, my thing, my question for you is, because um, I was listening to a podcast and they brought it up. Mm-hmm. Um, if Steph... If the Warriors win this uh, finals, right, that'll be four for Mm -hmm. Steph. Steph, Clay and Draymond. But more specifically, we're talking about Steph here. Four finals, um, you know, four championships. Does that put him... Somebody said, like, you would have to seriously consider, is he the second greatest point guard of all time already? Would you... Uh, Just just think about that. Just think about it for a second before you answer. I
0: mean, no, no, I don't even need to think about it. I think he is the second best point guard right now of Uh, all time. Already. Yeah, I think okay. it's Magic than him.
1: Mm-hmm. Magic was the guy number one. I mean, he has rings Five championships, over him and, yeah, yeah, MVPs and all that stuff. So, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. Steph two MVPs already too. We forget about those. Um,
0: um, like number two, I would think it's somewhere between him, Isaiah Thomas, and John Stockton. Mm-hmm. But John Stockton, you know, notorious did not yeah, yeah. didn't win a ring. Great, great player though for all-time his assist leader and,
1: by like and 3 yeah it's like that one i don't know if anybody's gonna catch him that's crazy
0: no no way no way like he's the most prototypical guard like point guard Mm -hmm. if you're if you're describing a point guard in all general terms it he's the face of it yeah um but isaiah thomas just led the bad boys one of the most iconic teams underrated slept
1: on teams just get skipped mm -hmm. over every time it's, Leaguers, it's, so, it's yeah.
0: They also disrespect Isaiah because no one really liked the team back then. Mm-hmm. I think I looked at a top ten ranking. Like he was like number seven or something mm-hmm. behind. Like, like Steph was already in front. And this was like a couple of years ago when I saw this. Did they ranking. Put Chris Paul over him? uh maybe i don't remember but it was definitely like guys like magic obviously Mm -hmm. um steve nash was over him steph like john stockton Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's like dude isaiah thomas was if magic johnson was not in the league at the time like Mm -hmm. isaiah thomas is the best point guard during that 80s run yeah i mean he beat
1: the celtics and he beat the jordan bulls before and he Adventure beat the, the yeah.
0: and the Dr. J 76 Sixers, Moses Malone. Like all he guys, yeah. he beat all of them. Yeah, yeah, like he's someone that definitely like needs more shine. Mm-hmm. But Steph, best three point shooter we've ever seen, mm-hmm. uh, one of the best handles we've ever seen, the deepest three pointer we've mm-hmm. ever seen, um, for his size, such a such a great story. Um, he's the number two best player of uh, not best player, uh, <laughs> second best
1: point guard of all time. Dang, that's crazy to think about. Okay, mm-hmm. the next one, though, um, the big one that everyone's been talking about, the KD situation. Yep, yep, yep. Um, that's definitely the top three headlines right there. How do you feel? I mean, what what is this? Like, let's go through all the scenarios. Let's say mm-hmm. he doesn't come back, right? Mm-hmm. Warriors win. He leaves, right? He's gone. He's gone, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. He's just done. That's, that's an interesting thing. Like, people just thought about, like, the future. Is he on mm-hmm. the parade boat? Also... When he comes, is he in, on their parade. Boat? When, when he comes, gets his ring the next season. Like Oof. the last thing you remember is just some him. lukewarm applauses. Yeah, it's just like such a weird dynamic there. Yeah. Um, let's say at some point the Warriors go down two one, um, mm-hmm. and then he comes back as the savior, or or let's mm-hmm. say they come back two one and then like they lose for some reason after he comes back. I don't know how that mm-hmm. scene. That's another scenario. Um, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of people haven't even considered that scenario because they think if he comes back then they win for sure yeah. um the other one is um if they lose what does that mean for him it's like oh maybe I'll come back for one more year you know they need me right mm-hmm. that's another thing that kind of goes around um yeah so I mean all those scenarios have been played out and thought about i mean what what about yeah. you what what intrigues you the most
0: so I would so, everything we mentioned, I think the top
1: three headlines, in
0: that order, that's how I would rank it. I mm-hmm. would put Kwai if he wins the series, you know, so many things about him being the greatest Raptor. I think that's, like, the main headline to look out for because it, everyone's everyone's kind of pulling for the Raptors to win. Not even and greatest Raptor. Be- where do you
1: put him up there after all-time players?
0: Like, oh, already, where, would man, he, where does he go up? That's rough because he's... he's I mean, he he says it himself. Like it's not about being the yeah. greatest player of all time, and he definitely does not have the stats or anything individually. Two um, time defense player, two
1: times finals. Yeah, MVP. talent wise,
0: like he's up there. Like he's like pipping on steroids. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> every but either way, number one, I want quite a win and mm-hmm. become that greatest player, whatever of mm-hmm. um this this next few years. Blah blah blah. Number two, Steph Curry the series is for him for the taking. Like he needs to show out. He needs to be the guy again. Um, number three, this is where Katie, Katie's the most complicating one. Cause everything you mentioned, there's so many different outcomes that can affect his image, his legacy as a warrior and his future for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest one I think is the worst scenario for him. I think is if the Warriors sweep the Raptors Yeah, that'd be and crazy. do it convincingly, it's like, dude, we might've been better without Katie all these years. Um, <laughs> You look at the numbers. Clay and Steph are so much more efficient and more productive without Katie on the floor. That's just a fact Mm -hmm. by stats. Um, Number two, I think, like you mentioned, if they're if they're up in the series and Katie comes back, and all of a sudden they start losing because Katie's back, ooh, that's gonna be rough too. And if anything, there's no win win scenario for Katie except the one if they're losing and they win, yeah. And. That's the only scenario where Katie is, you know, all of a sudden it's Steph's. That's where Steph is um, the number two headline for Steph where he didn't show up again. Katie had to rescue him. That's going to be the most underlining thing for Steph. Mm -hmm. Uh, Man, that's going to be fun. Actually, you know what? Katie, Katie headline (laughs) might be number one. (laughs) <laughs> There's a lot yeah. of fun outcomes to this.
1: Yeah, I mean um I mean just think about the series as a whole. This is also the first time in the five years that they they're going to the finals. Uh this will be the first time they start on the road. Um mm. and that is an yep. interesting challenge for them. Uh so that's yep. a position they have not been in. Um mm-hmm. so that'll be interesting to see game one. I think for uh another question is so you know how when Boston and uh Milwaukee played and I said that Like, the level of competition just got so much higher for Milwaukee. Like, they just weren't ready. Yeah, Um, Who do you think is going to be not... Like, who do you think is going to take a little bit longer? Warriors, nine days off. And then the level of defense. I don't think... This is probably the best defensive team that they've played in their last four years. Um, You can count Mm -hmm. maybe Houston's uh, last year defense. And then OKC gave them a tough time in 2016. But this is Mm -hmm. definitely the toughest defense they're going to go up against uh, in the finals or will it be Toronto side just the level of offensive ball movement because Philly and Milwaukee are not those teams which which team do you think is going to have like more of the shock
0: uh first game uh, I mean you know me I think it's 100% <laughs> Raptors are going to have the shock cuz mm-hmm. the Warriors 5 years in they've been here it's not going to be if anything they're just going to be a little little sloppy that's the biggest knock on Warriors, Warriors are sloppy yeah. yep they, they just make stupid passes for no reason the Raptors is going to be I think they're gonna lean on Quai a lot in yeah. this series because you know that Philly series. It felt like it really felt like it was Quai versus um, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. It looked like his supporting cast was so trash. Just, they're gonna lose, and Quai's gonna leave because this team's not good. They're not gonna help him win. Mm-hmm. Um, that flipped on the Buck series because they're really supportive and they actually helped Quai, mm-hmm. and Quai didn't have to do as much. But I think it's kind of it's gonna revert back to the Philly series where. There's so many times where Marcus all could have shot the shot, but he wants Kawhi to get the ball because Kawhi probably has a better chance of scoring. You know, Lowry same thing, Siakam same thing. If they all start like 0 for three in the game, like they're all of a sudden they're gonna kind of lean on Kawhi to lead them, man. And if there's one team to make it tough on the Raptors to score, it's gonna be the Warriors. So everything I mentioned, the Raptors are gonna be biggest shock. I if I'm doing a game one prediction, I think Warriors are gonna win game one.
1: Wow, um, I need the Raptors to win Game One. Uh, get their mm-hmm. confidence up. I think the Raptors have to get two games, because um, if they get one, I'm scared for them. I'm scared for mm. them going two games in uh, the Bay, um, mm-hmm. but if they can get two, then I think it's going seven. And you know what I would love? I yeah. would love the Warriors to
0: come out in the We Believe jerseys. <laughs> Cause Man. it's the last, it's the last time in Oracle. Yeah, that's true. So. That's
1: true. Maybe we might see it. I know they did Dude, it. Dude, no I'll be so seasons. hype! Oh yeah. my gosh! But uh, that's a that's another headline. I'm yeah. Saying. So um, game one tomorrow or today when it comes out, uh, game mm-hmm. two Sunday, uh, we will have we'll be able to break down games one and two before game three is next Wednesday. So that'll be interesting. Um, so your prediction split though? You think it'll be a split? I think it's, going split. Into game three? I think it's
0: Warriors. Warriors game one, and the Raptors are going to come back game two. And mm. game three and four, I mean, we're going to do another pod next week. But I mm. think that's going to split as well. It's going to be
1: a great series. Oh, God, man. I mean, Raptors in seven, man. I just... I'm, oh, this is the point I wanted to make. After I watched the Buck series with Toronto, and uh, mm-hmm. I was like, man, uh, Kawhi, like... So, I think since Kobe has retired, right, it's been kind of mm-hmm. difficult to find a guy who I watch and I'm like, ooh, like, I'm going down with this guy. Like, every Mm -hmm. shot he takes, I feel like it has a chance. When they're down Toronto, he comes back in. They're they're like, you know, the last game, game six, they were down 15, right? And he starts Mm -hmm. coming coming and bringing them back. Um, He is, to me, the first player since Kobe left the league that I look at him and I'm like, oh, man, like, that guy, like, I can go down with that guy. Like, make or miss, like, I'm trusting that guy to – carry us to a win and i haven't even felt that with like lebron or kd like i don't know something about Kawhi that's just like different especially watching mm-hmm. him this whole season um yeah to me man he's like the he's mm-hmm. like he's like my at least new kobe like going well, my forward.
0: guy my guy's always been uh, kyrie irving uh-huh. just, he's on boston so it's a little tough for me right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah plus uh, i told you the story where i lost his jersey when he joined the, um boston right because yeah. i had a cleveland jersey um, the funny thing is, if he ends up coming on the Lakers, somehow it's full circle. It's like I lost a Cleveland jersey because mm-hmm. the the universe wanted me to buy a <laughs> Lakers Kyrie jersey. Mm-hmm. They're like, be patient. Um, but at this point, Kyrie a real real weird addition if he did come to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole dynamic thing. But um, outside of that, yeah, Kawhi, I love watching him as well. His demeanor. You know, I love guys that play defense, and yeah. he's the he's the
1: epitome of that. He's the best at that. So, I think I think for him it's just like I though we didn't touch on it that much, but the reason why he has so much success against like Claire or Iggy is like mm-hmm. um, he just gets to his spot, you know what I mean, and he'll just, he's just do, good. yeah he's just good he's just great yeah
0: he's just amazing.
1: <laughs> um, oh, what did I say? Oh,
0: I'm kind of sad that we don't get to see the KD versus Quai matchup. Yeah, that everyone kind of wanted to watch. That's because I think they're both gonna guard each other for a lot of the series, mm-hmm. but. Um, oh well, but Game One, in my opinion, I think the Warriors are gonna come out hot. Like they're gonna come out defending, <laughs> getting some transition threes, just turnovers, all of that. And people are gonna be like, "Damn, are the Warriors gonna sw- sweep the Raptors?" I mm-hmm. think that's gonna be the type of Game One that I'm gonna see. And in Game Two, I think the Raptors are gonna
1: answer. I mean, I'm just looking forward to three elite defenders uh that they can throw at Kawhi and Draymond, mm-hmm. Iggy, and Clay, like. They'll agreed, all agreed. they'll all have their opportunity at one point, and we'll just see, mm-hmm. like either Kawhi just dominating and not even mattering. Um, I think. And man, on the other end, yeah.
0: I can't wait to see who Kawhi is guarding and all the switches that he might do, all the traps. Like yeah, he, he, might on, he might be on, he might be on everybody, scene. dude. Yeah, like kind of what Paul George did versus the Warriors yeah. early in the season. Where I love Paul George, he just he's guarding Clay, and all of a sudden he's on he's on Steph, then all uh-huh. of a sudden he's on KD. I think it's going to be a lot of the same thing with yeah. Kawhi, but I really I. I hope that he starts on Steph. That's just the statement that you put on Kwai on Steph is like, dude, we're we're winning from the start. Like it, this is go time. Mm, that's I just, what I want to see. I just
1: can't see him sustain it because of all the movement Steph does. Like it's just I too agree. much on his legs. Yeah, I mean, I don't th- think Nick Nurse is gonna do it. But
0: yeah. I, as a competitor, that's what I want to see. Like Kauai's like, nah, after. F the um, you know, defensive scheme that we're coming up, the strategy. I want to lock up Steph. Like, he's not going to have a good series.
1: Oh, man. So, I mean, what you know how the Warriors, the last series, they got a lot of rest in the sense like they didn't have to play them crazy minutes. Uh, except mm-hmm. for game four when they decided they're going to close it out. Yeah, they're like, um, yeah, we're, we're
0: winning it tonight. Do you
1: see these minutes going back up against this Toronto team?
0: Oh, 100%. They're going to go seven deep,
1: I think. Like 40, I mean, 40, 42 minutes. Per, I think Bogut's going to
0: start. But he's not going to last. So Kevon Looney's going to play heavy. Sean Livingston's going to play some. And maybe...
1: I mean, they they threw out Jarebko. They threw out Quick Cook last series. I don't think Jarebko's going to play. I don't think
0: Jordan Bell's going to play. I think they're going to flip between McKinney and Cook to be the backup guard.
1: Mm. Yeah. So
0: maybe like eight deep at the most. And the Raptors, same thing. I think they're going to go eight deep. I think it's starters, Norman Powell, Ibaka, and Fred VanVleet.
1: Yeah, the Raptors, they've got to capitalize on uh, those minutes where Steph is resting in the second and the fourth quarters. like, yeah. And also, that's also when Kawhi is resting. And mm-hmm. just every series, they have not been able to do anything with those minutes a lot of times. Um, a lot of times, they actually get killed under those minutes. And that cannot happen. Like, I don't know if... Uh, the Raptors, maybe you put in Kawhi, like you bring him in to start, just try to build a lead, get him a little rest in the middle of the second while Steph is out or something. I don't know how you would play it, but yeah, you just got to take advantage of the minutes where Steph is out, I think, in my opinion.
0: I think just the main guys are all going to play 40 minutes plus every game. Mm-hmm. That's just how it's going to, unless it's a blowout, it's going to be, it's going to come
1: down to that kind of series.
0: Oh, but man. I'm
1: excited. I'm excited, man. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a fun series. Um... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean for you, uh, we waited for the playoffs all year, uh, especially the Eastern Conference. Like, did it live up to everything that you thought it would?
0: Yes, except I had Boston, but that <laughs> that, that went down in flames. Uh-huh. But outside of that, the Philly, um, Toronto series was. Freaking amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. amazing. The Bucks just so surprising how all of it kind of turned in after two, game two. Mm-hmm. Um, the West was a little more boring, like everyone mentioned. Yeah. The Houston. Houston Golden State was probably the most intense series for mm-hmm. the Warriors, at least. Um, but outside of that, the East definitely lived
1: up to the hype. Yeah, I mean, and this is a question that maybe at the end of the series we'll consider, but I just thought about it. If Kawhi leaves, I mean, what does the East look like next year? Do the Knicks all of a sudden Mm -hmm. jump up there? Or is it maybe Indiana makes the rise again? Um, Yeah, I (laughs) don't know. Yeah, it'll be be interesting to see what happens for sure. What does Philly look like? Yeah, exactly. Jimmy Butler, Tobias, what are they going to do? boston yeah. too. no kyrie maybe yeah it'd be a very interesting to see that's
0: actually that's actually a really good point because there's a potential outside of the bucks because they're Giannis is going to stay there no matter what he's a new
1: lebron of the east for the next like, yeah eight the years other
0: out. the other three teams can like starkly look different next year yeah
1: and completely different uh playoff season again i think this raptors team is still going to be good next year um Kawhi or not but definitely not uh number two seed. i don't think uh Mm -hmm. i think philly has the best chance to be uh moving up uh i think milwaukee still stays the same and then after that you know it all depends on new york and all these other teams if they make some moves and boston's the one like question mark you don't know if maybe they can make a rise again with no kyrie Mm -hmm. yeah so Mm -hmm. interesting stuff a lot of stuff going on all right so
0: to end it um your prediction raptors and seven right Mm mm-hmm and I'll go Warriors in six.
1: So. I think I think I mean, that's the popular pick. I don't think I've seen anybody pick the Raptors actually, um, but I will throw it out there, man. Raptors in seven. You heard it here first. If it I mean, happens, you've been with them since the beginning, so yeah. I respect that. I've yeah. been on the Warriors since
0: the beginning, so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll stay with that. <laughs> yep. All right, we'll talk next week and see how the series kind of breaks down. All right, sounds good.